0: great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness morning by Christ Church Kingwood is a Christ-centered church that seeks to proclaim the gospel in both word and deed by glorifying God and making disciples of Jesus Christ join us now as we worship together in the ministry of the word great is thy faithfulness Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Good. Thanks, Daniel. (laughs) Daniel's doing good. Don't know about the rest of you. Uh, So, had a men's retreat this weekend. It was epic. There was more meat cooked in the last 48 hours than you can possibly imagine. It was staggering. I showed up early and there was meat already sitting there, and I just started eating. And so it was awesome, 26, 27, I don't know how many guys. There were a bunch of dudes, and I know some of you guys didn't make it. Make it a priority next year. It was super encouraging. Uh, So that happened. We made it back, and then had a fundamentals class this morning, which was awesome. So my talking is well-primed, which should be good for everyone. Uh, But this morning, it was our slide, yeah, we are kicking off our study in the book of Galatians. And as you know, if you've been around, we walk through books of the Bible, so we will be here for a few months. Um, As you also know, if you've been around for a while, we always begin by doing something that is culturally outside of the box, you might say. Now, it's outside of the box culturally because what we're doing is very biblical and very historical. It's what the church has done for centuries, but I think when when church became more about entertainment, this kind of went by the wayside uh, on some level. So we are actually going to read through the book of Galatians. Thanks, Tim. That's right. It will be the best sermon I've ever preached, Uh, We do this every time that we open up a new book when it is feasible based upon time. But my hope for you all is to know more than just, of course, I know that, but like as we sit here, Hebrews 4.12 says, the Word of God is living and active, it is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So, people will say, oh, so you're just, just reading the book this week, right? Just the Word of God this week as we worship. Uh, it is not just the word. It is God's living and active word. It is this letter written to be read in churches, and so I hope you are encouraged by it. As I read it, you don't need to follow along. It won't be up there. Just listen. There are some parts that are confusing. That's cool. We're going to walk through those, and I will say circumcision more times than you or I are comfortable with. I'll just be honest. I have to say it a lot today. So, just one little cue for you, you can replace that word with any kind of works, okay, just to help you process, because that's probably not on the table anymore for you. So, just think works, any type of works. So, that's where we're going, and let me pray for us, and we will jump right in. Father God, we thank you for your word. God, we believe that your spirit is alive and active through your word. And we pray this morning as we begin uh, a long journey through the book of Galatians, that you would just uh, prepare our hearts, God, that you would speak to us powerfully through your word. God, that you would convict, that you would encourage, that you would shape us, God, that we would realize, as we're going to talk about through this whole book, that we add nothing to the gospel. We can bring nothing. God, that it is all about what Christ has done. God, we ask that you would just sear this into our hearts, God, that we would worship more and more fully, knowing that our salvation is sheerly by your grace, In your name we pray, amen. So Galatians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace and peace. From God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting Him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one. But there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As I've said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed." For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ." In order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and and remained with him for 15 days. But I saw none of the others, none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother, and what I'm writing you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the region of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only were hearing it said, He who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God because of me. Then... After 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along with me. I went up because of a a revelation and sat before them, though, though privately before those who seemed influential, I sat before them the gospel that I proclaim among the Gentiles in order to make sure that I wasn't running in vain or hadn't run in vain, but even Titus who was with me And when James and Cephas and John, who who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that was given to me, they gave the right hand of fellowship to Barnabas and I, that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. Only they asked that we remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he was eating with the Gentiles. But but when they came, he drew back and he separated himself, fearing the circumcision party. And the rest of the Jews acted hypocritically along with him, so that even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Does he who supplies the Spirit to you and work miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Just as Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Know then that it is those of faith who are the sons of Abraham. And the Scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, "...in you shall all nations be blessed." So then, those who are of faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law, and do them. Now, it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law. For the righteous shall live by faith. through faith. To give a human example, brothers, even with a man-made covenant, no one annuls it or adds to it once it's been ratified. Now, the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It doesn't say, and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one, and to your offspring, who is Christ. until the offspring should come to whom the promise has been made. And it was put in place through angels by an intermediary. Now, an intermediary implies more than one, but God is one. Is the law then contrary to the promise of God or the promises of God? Certainly not. For if a law had been given that could give life There is no male and female if you are all, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different than a slave. Though he is the owner of everything, but he's under a guardian And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. Formerly, when you didn't know God, you were enslaved to those that by nature are not gods. But now that you have come to know God, or rather, to be known by God. How can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world whose slaves you want to become once more? You observe days and months and seasons and years. I'm afraid I may have labored in vain. Brothers, I entreat you, become as I am, for I also have become as you are. Have I then become your enemy by telling you the truth? They make much of you, but for no good purpose. They want to shut you out, that you make much of them. It is always good to be made much of for a good purpose, and not only when I am present with you, my little children, for whom I am again in anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. I wish I could be present with you now, And change my tone, for I am perplexed about you. Tell me, you who desire to be under the law, do you not listen to the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman and one by a free woman. But the son of the slave woman was born according to the flesh, while the son of the free woman was born through promise." For it is written, Rejoice, O barren one who does not bear. Break forth and cry aloud, you who are not in in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than those of the one who has a husband. Now you, brothers, like Isaac, are children of the promise. But just as at that time he who was born according to the flesh persecuted him who was born according to the Spirit, so also it is now. But what does the Scripture say? Cast out the slave woman and her son. For the son of the slave woman shall not inherit with the son of the free woman. So, brothers, we are not children of the slave, but of the free woman. For freedom Christ has set us free. you who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. You were running well. In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettled you would emasculate themselves. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you Bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things You want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissension, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch over yourselves, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work. And then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Let the one who has taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will reap will from the flesh reap corruption. See, with, with what large letters I'm writing you with my own hand. It is those who want to make a good showing in the flesh who would force you to be circumcised, and only in order that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. For even those who are circumcised do not themselves keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised that they may boast in your flesh but far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision counts for anything nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. And as for all who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the God of Israel. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers. Amen. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your word, for the clear, simple truth of your gospel that you sent your son to pay a penalty we could not pay to redeem us to purchase us from death God we pray that we would know this in the depths of our hearts God we pray that you would expose areas in our lives where we are trying to earn your favor where we are seeing ourselves as righteous through our actions, our achievements. God, where we are trying to carve out an identity apart from you. God, now and and as we continue through this book for the coming months, we ask that your spirit would expose um, sin, expose lies, expose false hopes, God, that we would be a people deeply rooted in the gospel, knowing that our hope is in Christ alone, and that we would find joy in this reality. It's in Your name we pray. Amen. Praise God from- Thank you for worshiping with us through the preaching of god's word we exist to glorify god by making disciples we would love to have you join us in person as we gather together on sundays at 10 a.m at the covenant preparatory school on hamblin road in kingwood texas to learn more about christ church kingwood visit our website at christchurchkingwood.org